the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. Love never inviting you to join the fight to end human trafficking. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern-day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly Set love, Set the captives free. Each week, Abolition Radio sheds light on the darkness of modern slavery, celebrates the work of abolitionists who are fighting for freedom, and equips the church to engage in the work of justice with hope rooted in God's Word. Our goal is to see a radio audience become an army of gospel activists. Now, here's the host of Abolition Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks, Dave, and welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We're in the studio today with a woman that is near and dear to my heart. My Mm -hmm. gosh, I just am so grateful for her. But before I introduce, I want to say hello to my partner in justice, Benita Hopkins. Hello, everyone. And it does feel like we're we're really at home today because we're, we're family. That's right. Yeah, we're family. Yes, and um, and so uh, without further ado, I want to welcome our studio guest Chantel Alvarez, who is uh, such a blessing to me and to the Love Never Fails family. She is um, the leader of our prayer intercessory team. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is also a wife, mother, teacher, minister. Uh, and uh, some, just a lover of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll tell person. you so Beautiful much person. more about her as we go, but welcome, Chantel. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. Yeah. So we are so grateful for you and uh, taking time out of your busy schedule. Uh, one of the things that I admire so much about you is that you are so committed to your children mm-hmm. and homeschooling them and loving for them and caring um, about the, you know, the things that are being taught to them. And, um, I find it just amazing to know, um, that, you know, you, you've been able to, um, nurture them in such a way and yet make time for the prayer, Mm -hmm. that deep, um, intercession, intercession that, um, God has birthed in your life. Um, I see here that you um, also ha- have been educated in your bio. You, you, I read that you've been educated at a junior college. You've gone to Bible college. Um, you've done some addiction recovery courses. And and I love what you say here, a thousand yeses to Jesus <laughs> and a variety of capacities that have positioned you for such a time as this. Mm-hmm. Um, with a burning passion of heaven for our cities, our nation. And to see the fullness of the kingdom of God come and invade the territory. Come yes. on, invade yes. the territory. Yeah. Amen. I love that. Um, so tell me, uh, first, I'd like to know, Chantel, how did you get involved in, um, in uh, being? How, how did you become a lover of Christ? 
<laughs> yeah, well, <clears throat> I received my calling pretty early, uh, and I, I took off pursuing that because I wanted to be important because there was this place in me that uh, was so broken and so uh, just uh, ruined by trauma, really. And so I was looking for a place to like prove myself. Mm. So the calling of God came, and I took off pursuing it. And I pursued it and pursued it and pursued it and wore myself out. And, you know, God's grace is always at work. So there was a measure of success, but there's not the satisfaction. And mm-hmm. I'll never forget uh, the church had a conference and I, uh, there was this real profound speaker and I went up afterwards and I said, could you pray for me? I've been trying so hard to break through in my calling and I want to do this thing for God. And he <laughs> laid his hands on me and he said, you know what? I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray that you would just fall in love with Jesus. Mm. And I was offended. Mm. I was like, how dare you suggest that I don't love God? Right. <laughs> but he was right. And I took it home and I mm. couldn't shake it off. And I began to get alone with God and say, and if I don't love you and if you don't love me and I'm not caught up in that, then everything else is worthless. Mm-hmm. And so that's where it started. Just like everything is, has to be birthed out of that relationship, you know? Ooh. You're going to start making me cry yeah. now. <laughs> me Whenever me I get too. around Chantel, I'm like, my, my baby leaps. You know, I ain't pregnant, Tim. But, um, uh, you are. But not I'm the physical, but you are spiritual. Yeah. spirit. Yes. But it's only yeah. the Holy Spirit. That yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, honey. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, when I think about um, the the amazing calling that he has given to each of us to be loved. Mm. Yeah. It's a calling. It really is. It's an assignment really is to receive his love, to be loved. I actually, the Lord gave me a word for one of the young ladies in our house recently. And it was, uh, you know, it pricked her heart. I know that it had its way with her because, um, this is, uh, you know, she, she was, she's very good at doing a lot mm-hmm. of things, mm-hmm. very much like me, just mm-hmm. so good at doing. Yeah. And God said, no, no, no. All I want you to do <laughs> is be as a baby in my arms. Mm-hmm. And that image, I can't get it out because it's part of my testimony where God just said, you know, you're so good at doing, mm-hmm. being a Christian, mm-hmm. being a leader, yeah. being a worker. Mm-hmm. How about just resting in me? Mm. How about just being mine? That's right. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember I had this uh, this season with God where I got actually suddenly stricken with uh, some very serious illness. And it laid me down and it forced me into a place of rest mm-hmm. <laughs> where I literally could not contribute anything. I was barely taking care of my family. And that was even overwhelming for me. And I remember coming to the altar and trying to give my worship. I wanted to give my gift to God. I wanted to do something. And I remember he just said to me, I don't want what you've brought. I want to give to you. Mm. And it broke me mm-hmm. like that spirit of striving and doing mm-hmm. to, to be forced into a season of almost two years of don't do anything for me. Just let me love you. Yeah. And it broke through. Yeah. Yeah. It changed me forever. (laughs) And I think I remember, unless this was another time, another season, but I think I remember, was it at that time? Yeah. Yeah. And it was right at the end of that time that you said, Mm -hmm. um, the Lord has called me to be, uh, to do something for love never fails. Yeah. And, uh, you had always, you had already been involved, uh, but you were more, um, 
coordinating outreaches with your church and getting people mobilized and you had uh, opened up the church so we could do like freedom Sundays and, Mm -hmm. and, and things like that. But LNF tour and loving on people. Yeah. That, you know, but it, it absolutely, uh, thinking back, there was absolutely a shift in your contribution. I can Mm -hmm. visibly see it. Mm -hmm. It went from, um, you know, having the right heart, that wanted to solve yeah. this issue, mm. bring light to human trafficking yeah. and how we can resolve it to God. I just want to do what you say do. Yeah. And sometimes doing what God says do doesn't look like it's solving human trafficking. <laughs> yeah, huh? mm-hmm. it's, true. <laughs> it's true. But it, it, it is though, mm-hmm. because it it's all interrelated because mm-hmm. when God says go, and feed that person, mm-hmm. that person without that food mm-hmm. becomes vulnerable to a variety of things mm-hmm. that are not his will for that person. Yeah. Right. Right. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. It's it, so if we're just willing vessels, mm-hmm. uh, th- that's when we interrupt, mm-hmm. disrupt. Mm-hmm. It's true. Those plans that it's are not. Simple. Yeah. It's so simple. So simple. Yeah. Gosh, if, if we could just catch that. Can you catch that? <laughs> Are y'all catching this? No, we, I declare by the power of the spirit that you take a hold of it right now, mm-hmm. that you catch it. It's a revelation from heaven. Mm-hmm. It's so simple. The enemy wants to complicate it. God, when did it become so complicated? It's not complicated. Right. Mm-hmm. It's so simple. Amen. 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 Hey, if you receive that prayer, give us a call. Let us know that amen. you're in agreement. We're at 844-249-2698. Just say amen. Mm-hmm. Just shoot us a, 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 a phone call that says, this is what I was I was feeling, I was thinking, and now I say amen. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. and amen. And also, we encourage you, if you want to post that on our Facebook page, Abolition Radio is the page, Love Never Fails is the page, go ahead and uh, reach out to us and tell us that you're tracking with us. And uh, and even better, if you want to come into agreement with us in prayer uh, for others to receive yeah. that today, yeah. we welcome that. We'll be right back with another session of Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. And welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We are in the studio today with Shanta Alvarez, who is a blessing to us all. Um, she is our prayer intercessory lead. Uh, and she uh, were, operates in the prophetic prayer, uh, operates in the prophetic and um, and also is a wonderful wife, mother, um, sister at um, at her church, Templo de la Cruz in Hayward. Um, we give a shout out to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I love my church. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Templo has phenomenal come church. alongside Love Never Fails mm. in such a beautiful way. Yeah. Um, some of the brothers there, some of the pastors that that. Your, your presence. I just want you guys mm-hmm. to know that when you are there and your presence has been there with us with outreach and, and um, I just remember when we went and prayed over at um, city hall, mm-hmm. uh, Hayward city hall one day, it's such a powerful presence yeah. and such a protecting presence. Mm-hmm. And um, you just know, like there's angels in, about us and there's warriors about us. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just I'm so grateful. So um, so thinking about the prophetic, you know, um, 
the Bible tells us that we prophesy in part and, you know, we know mm-hmm. only know in part. And mm-hmm. so, um, those that are listening, um, I, I, that operate in the prophetic or believe that they have that prophetic uh, ability, but maybe have not been trained mm. in that, in that area. What would you say, you know, uh, what are some things that, uh, how did you become aware that you had this gift? <laughs> Well, first thing that happened was I went to a little church that the Lord directed my family to start going to. And during the service, I began to shake with this overwhelming presence. And I was baby Christian, so I didn't know what in the world was going on. I knew that it was God, but I didn't know what was going on. Mm -hmm. And pretty soon I felt this word uh, just welling up inside of me. And and somebody said, we believe there's a a word in the room. Speak if you have it. And I I almost felt like I couldn't help it now. I know I could have because the spirit of prophecy is subject to the, to the prophet. prophet right? yeah. So, but at that time I was so new and so young in it that I just felt like they said it, they said, bring it forth. And it came, mm-hmm. you know, open my mouth and out it came. I had no idea that it was a gift. I had no idea that it was prophecy. I just was responding to what they're asking for. And then later somebody began to say, Oh, you have the gift of prophecy. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know. Yeah. But as I began to learn, And as I began to just walk, you know, I'm in this relationship with God. Really, I was with God because I needed massive amounts of healing. And that's what I was pursuing. Um, But what I began to recognize was that the gift of prophecy was a gift where where God could speak. And so I just felt immediately this sense from the Holy Spirit to protect that gift, Mm -hmm. to guard it against influences that may not necessarily be appointed by God. There's so many different sources you could, you could glean from. Mm -hmm. You can read Mm -hmm. podcasts, you can read books, you can go to trainings, you can Mm -hmm. yoke yourself up to, and there was, and I've been through that season too. yoke yourself up to somebody who's got a similar calling and glean. There's so many things you could do, but the most important thing I learned, the two most important things I learned was number one, let let your training and your preparation be directed by the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. because the gift belongs to him That's right. and he wants to develop it. He wants to protect it and he wants to keep it pure mm-hmm. so that you're not just repeating things and speaking, mm-hmm. you know, being influenced by all different mm-hmm. places. You're influenced by the spirit of God. And and this single most important factor, I'd say that's B part B part A is what we spoke about earlier is just cultivating a a love affair with God, Mm -hmm. with Jesus, Mm -hmm. letting him get a hold of your heart, because then what you're doing is you're, you carry the presence of God and you're speaking out of that love. Everything Mm -hmm. is birthed out of that place. Mm -hmm. So in that relationship with God, you're getting healed, you're getting purified. And what you're speaking is you're speaking the heart of God. You're not Mm -hmm. speaking this room, this mind that's messed up Mm -hmm. and that's full of information, but doesn't have any power in the Mm -hmm. depths of your being because it's not from the anointing, right? Mm-hmm. You got to come into that, that anointing where things are birthed. So love relationship with Jesus, just spending time. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then second, let the Holy spirit lead your preparation. And I told that to my pastor, like I have this gift. I don't know what to do with it. And he said, you do have the gift. He said, you know, let's let God develop it. I, w- I wouldn't recommend you start picking up all these different mm-hmm. books. So if I felt like I had a book coming, like maybe the spirit of God was directing me, I'd go to my covering and I'd say, what do you think about this? I think God wants me to read this book. And he'd say, yes. Or he'd say, he'd pray with me and he'd say, I think we should wait on that. You know, yeah. and I would mm-hmm. just follow. And, yeah. and I, l- I literally let God develop this gift. Yeah. Great accountability. Wow. Yeah. Great oh, that's accountability. Huge. Accountability is mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. If you have this gift, yeah. submit mm-hmm. yourself to a proper yep. covering. Yep. Thank yeah. you. Thank a you. Lot oh, of my a, gosh. A lot of alone times. Yeah. A lot yeah. of oh, yeah. 
just sitting, like mm-hmm. you said, in the presence of the and Lord. waiting. We mm-hmm. get so impatient. Yeah. God, I want to do yeah. something for you <laughs> in our microwave right. society. No, no, yeah. no, yes. no, no. And you know, what's so funny. Um, so I too didn't know I had that gift. And, um, even as I was starting love never fails, the Lord was showing me all these visions and I would tell people and people would get really excited. And I just thought, Oh, I didn't know that to call that prophecy. I didn't realize that I was walking in the prophetic. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and it, it, it really trumped me up a couple times because, um, there would be, I literally, like if the Lord showed me, we were going to have a house. I remember early on, he said we were going to have a house and we were, and, and, and I responded to that cause I'm, I'm very, um, no, let's see. What's the word <laughs> I'm a type and, yes. um, I want to get stuff done. Mm-hmm. Like whatever God said, if he said, we're going to have a house like that day, well, I'm starting look now. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, we going to have a house. So I started looking around. <laughs> I found this house. So I got into an, mm-hmm. I started getting into a contract. I started finding the money. <laughs> I, I mean, seriously, yeah. I, I knew it was like then. And I, sh- and I shared the vision even with my covering at the time. I was at Faith Fellowship. I shared it with Pastor Gary and he said, that sounds like a prophetic vision from the Lord. He didn't confirm that this was the house Mm -hmm. that I had my hand Mm -hmm. on, but the vision, he confirmed Mm -hmm. it. And um, I was so distraught Mm -hmm. when that house fell out. Mm-hmm. When when the guy, remember that. you remember that? Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And the Lord told me there was a house, and now it's not happening. And, yeah, you know, I was like crying. Mm-hmm. I was down for the count. Mm-hmm. And then, but then later, the first house came. Yeah. And here's the thing: um, you, that waiting, mm-hmm. waiting mm-hmm. for, mm-hmm. asking God, confirm yeah. it, af- yeah. confirm it, Lord. Yeah. Um, and, and a strong, you know, I love that my husband has really been a great teacher of me in this area of my prophetic gift and, and saying, um, you know, you people, you're asking God to confirm the revelation you've received the revelation. Yeah. Now confirm it, God. Yeah. And so, yes, uh, you know, people wanting to talk to me about different house situations, but when that house first house came, I still remember it to this day. Um, a beautiful sister, Maddie Green from, uh, mm-hmm. from Allen Temple Street Disciples. I called her about an, uh, trying to get a girl placement, um, yeah. in a facility that I had heard she knew about from, uh, past, uh from Reverend Harry Williams, mm-hmm. another wonderful brother that I love dearly, both of them. And so, so he said, go call Maddie, not call Maddie. And she said, well, there's this and that about this placement for this one girl. Cause we remember we didn't have a house right. and he, and and she said, but I don't know why I'm telling you this, <laughs> but there's this house that's never <laughs> been moved into <laughs> that is in pristine condition, <laughs> brand new brand appliances, new. Yeah. Yeah. brand new house, <clears throat> brand new house yeah. nestled in an area behind a big black gate. And yeah. it's been vacant for two years <laughs> <laughs> waiting for you <laughs> and no that's one, they can't mean. get anybody in there. Yeah. And it's, it belongs to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I said, oh, well, what do you mean? She said, and I was going to apply for this grant for it, but I don't think I would, uh, 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 I don't think that I uh, have enough infrastructure to be able to do it, but yeah. maybe you do. So she gave me the grant paperwork oh my God. and she gave me the phone number of the guy who was renting it out. Like that, yeah. And I went to go to him 
And he said, yeah, I'll meet with you. And I went to meet with him and the guy (laughs) said, he touched his heart and he said, I don't know why I'm doing this, (laughs) but I'm going to reduce the rent for you. $24,000 a year. I know why. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. And seven weeks later, seven seven weeks, weeks, we opened our first house. I think that part of what happens to people who are being raised up in the prophetic is we're in this waiting period, right? Mm -hmm. And we get nervous because the enemy's in our air telling us you need to make this happen now. Right. right? Yeah. God said to do it. Right. Yeah. But the, the, in the waiting, remember, we lean not on our own understanding. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Because God's thoughts are not our thoughts That's and right. his ways are not our ways. Mm-hmm. Right. He has freedom to do it however he wants. So we're waiting. Right. And, and like you just said, there comes a point in time. It's appointed. Right. Mm-hmm. If there's a revelation, there's an appointed time. And in that appointed time, what we have to remember during the waiting period, when we're tempted to take it into our own hands and, mm-hmm. and birth an Ishmael, right? Instead right. of waiting exactly. for Isaac, exactly. Come on. What, what we need to remember is that if God said it, there ain't nothing, 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 nothing that can prevent it from happening okay. unless we grow tired of waiting and try to mess it up for ourselves. Mm-hmm. That moment's going to come. So why not spend that time in waiting? Just mm-hmm. saying, thank you, God. Let me be obedient where, where I'm at while I'm waiting for your promise. Let me keep declaring it because there's no way I'm going to miss it. That's there's right. no way. There's That's no right. way. I don't have to hurry up and act. I have to hurry up and pray and meditate mm-hmm. on your word because it's coming. Mm-hmm. Amen. I'm gonna get, this Amen. is my preparation period, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, we're going to come back. We got to go to a break. But this is good. (laughs) This is good. This is real good. And if you are, um, again, in need of prayer, uh, maybe you have that gift of prophecy and you uh, want to, uh, you know, come and and talk to Chantel about it. Uh, We will be praying for someone in your community to cover you in that place. But we're, we want to pray with you mm-hmm. about the gift that God has, has started to stir mm-hmm. in you mm-hmm. and, and then pray that someone would come forth mm-hmm. that has also, that, un, that is a witness and, and also can help you walk in that place. It's mm-hmm. 844-249-2698. Give us a call. We'll be right back. And thank you for listening to Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. And welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. Again, we're in the studio today uh, talking with Chantel Alvarez, who's uh, our prayer warrior, intercessory lead for Love Never Fails. Uh, what a blessing. Uh, we've been talking all about, um, you know, how she, how her relationship with the Lord was birthed and then this awareness of this prophetic gift that she's been given. Uh, we want to encourage you to uh, go ahead and like our page, Abolition Radio. Uh, or love never fails. And uh, so that you can stay abreast of the different ways in which we're getting involved. We're actually going to be joining together uh, with uh, Potter's uh, ministry. I believe it is uh, with pastor Cyril Ryan in uh, Southern California. We're going to be joining together with him um, in prayer, praying over the nations Mm -hmm. as it relates to human trafficking. And Chantel will be down there in Southern California. If you're in that area or, you know, people who are uh, come together with us. Um, We're actually 
Chantel's from the Bay. She's flying down there. You know, join us down there so we can all be on one accord or, yeah. or pray where you are. Uh, and uh, we'll have more details about when that is later in the show. But pray where you are that God would reach the nations, not in the in the. Um, uh, not in the human way, not in a necessarily in a human way, but reach the heart, yeah. reach the heart. Yeah. That's the place. That's the territory. That's the place that needs shifting. Yeah. And uh, and so I'm just, uh, again, so grateful for Chantel on the show. And 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 Benita, you had something uh, in the prophetic, something about the prophetic that you wanted to share. Yeah. You know, just hearing you say that reach in the spirit. Spiritual way, you know, yeah. the spirit yeah. way, right? But uh, Chantel in the last segment was mentioning um, preparation, mm-hmm. and it made me remember. It made me think of how Isaac walked out the um, preparing to give his offering to the Lord. You know, the Lord had told him to offer Isaac, yeah. and as hard as that was. You know, he had waited and waited and waited for a child, but he was obedient and willing to to give of his sacrifice. But what I find with people with the prophetic gift too, just like Isaac, I mean, just like Abraham and Isaac, too, they're very different people. You know, they're. (laughs) Most people consider them very weird, weird yeah. <laughs> because they are very weird people. Yeah. I've had a lot of yeah. people with that gifting in my life and they stand out. Yeah. They're peculiar people. We're yes. all called <laughs> to be peculiar people. Right. I mean, yeah. we are right. peculiar people, right? Yeah. But I mean, Extra. those with that gift, <laughs> yeah. you know, like an Abraham, like a Vanessa, yeah. peculiar <laughs> people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, I don't, and I don't mean that in a negative way. No, no. Or, I mean, but that, that, that's yeah. what I have found. Yeah. That because it takes that peculiar person to be obedient, yeah. to be sacrificial, yeah. to be alone. Usually a person with a prophetic gifting is alone a lot yeah. because for one, some people don't want to be around them because yeah. they're so peculiar. <laughs> right. You know, so we make true. you uncomfortable. But, yes. but yeah. I think that connection that they have with the Lord, too, makes them more alone because they have to stay in tune. You have to mm-hmm. yeah. stay right. in tune and just peculiar people. I just want to. Yeah, I, I think that. Uh, First of all, uh, if you, if you have a prophetic gift, if you if the Lord is raising you up in that, um, I just want to encourage you that mm-hmm. that loneliness is an invitation. Yes, Ooh, come on, yes. it really is. We we get stuck in it, mm-hmm. but man, that's God saying, "Come over here with yeah, me. Don't fight it. I want to yeah. spend some time with you." Right. Mm. So um, taking those opportunities instead of looking for something to do, looking mm. for someone to be in conversation with, be in conversation with God is going to mm-hmm. open the door for so mm. many things. Um, and I think the thing about prophetic people and why we why it's so obvious that we're peculiar is because we're stewarding a revelation of who God's people are called to be. Mm-hmm. And so therefore we literally are representing, mm-hmm. extending to the rest of the world an invitation. Hey, come mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this is, you know, and the the ones who don't have it are looking at us like, why would I want that? <laughs> yes. But you, but when you're stewarding the revelation of heaven, it's the spirit of God within you speaking to the person in front of you. So even though they're, they're regular, normal, yeah. you know, disposition is going to be like, no way. The spirit of God saying, oh, yes, Draw way, that. you're destined for this. Mm. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
It's so true. And and I, I find that, like, I, my poor husband, like, I'm a bit much. And so um, he has to put up with me all the time, poor baby. He, like he always says, I'm only 95% saved. And you working on my five all the time. <laughs> I can hear him saying that. No, because in the middle of the night, I will be three o'clock up writing something down, texting something thinking of something, praying. And he's like, will you, can you, can can I get some rest? It's like, no, but God is, he's telling me something, something's got to happen here. And the, you know, and, and sometimes it's just me being weird, I guess. But I think a lot of the time it's, it's the, the, the disposition that he, the, the position that he has me in as he makes sure that I'm ready um, and that weird behavior is so funny because um, we had a women's retreat a couple weeks ago and I told my husband I was going to have some of the ladies um, share a room with me. And he said, honey, don't do that. To them. <laughs> <laughs> he said, there could be like this lady is. I ain't following her no more. <laughs> when they see what you have to put up, what you mm-hmm. have to do, mm-hmm. right? The price mm-hmm. that you have to pay. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't feel like a price to me. Right. But you're used to it. from the outside looking right. in, people would say you're completely insane. And so I'm, I'm, I think, um, you know, I, I consider her a gift. I love being who God made me to be. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that way, Chantel? I do. I haven't always. Yeah. <laughs> I used to wrestle with it a lot uh, and feeling just this uh, separate, this, this separation felt yeah. so great. Yeah. Um, but I think as I've come deeper in my, in my love relationship with Jesus and as I've submitted myself to the covering that God has placed me under in his house, you know, and under my husband and under my pastor, um, as I've submitted myself to that, they've kind of helped me to um, be molded and shaped according to the way that God has created me. Because before I was sort of trying to shape myself based on what mm. I'd seen out mm. there, mm-hmm. what what they look like, mm-hmm. how they sound like, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and that's part of the reason I think so many people have this stigma around it, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but God wants to break in. We, we don't have to to be weird. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe sometimes you will be, and that's, that's God's business. If he wants you to stand up and do something weird, but it doesn't have to be like that. I think God wants to break into our everyday life with the prophetic. And Mm -hmm. I think people are scared of the prophetic because they don't want to be weirdos. Mm -hmm. Right. But I think God is, is bringing us into a place where we're so full of, and so united with his spirit that it's it's reaching people on the normal everyday Natural. level. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's conversation that is anointed with the spirit that, mm-hmm. you know, so we're, we're busy trying to control the details of how it's mm-hmm. going to look and be perceived. No, just, we need to be busy with so, being so in love with Jesus and so consumed by his love that it just comes out mm-hmm. everywhere we go, no Absolutely. matter what. And Absolutely. God knows what it needs to look like. God's not trying to turn people away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He knows how you need to encounter mm-hmm. the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. And he's going to, if you're willing, because you're united, with him, he's going to make sure that happens in every uh, transaction that you have throughout your day. The yeah. supernatural becoming natural. Right. That's right. Yeah. Right. And, and, you know, and he, and I, so, you know, I grew up in, uh, in, in uh, art, in the arts and he can't, tells you what costume to wear. Yeah. He tells yeah. you what, you know, what is your, I mean, I wear a costume. I don't choose to be in a business suit yeah. and a blazer and these kind of things every day. If I was mm-hmm. kicking around, I'd be in like some, 
uh, yoga pants and a long T-shirt and some sandals every day if I could. Mm -hmm. But that's not who God has called me to be. He said, I'm called you to reach corporations, business people and connect them to the, the, those that are impoverished, that are suffering in, 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 in because of human trafficking or, uh, uh, you know, yeah. abuse or whatever, homelessness. Mm-hmm. I can't do that if I don't have on the right costume. Yeah. If yeah. I don't say the right things, if I don't come into agreement with the full assignment. Yeah. And, and I think that we have this image in our mind of like prophecy and the gift of prophecy. Like, you know, like you said, the Lord tells you what to wear, but I think I want to clarify here because the same thing happens with me, but I think we're waiting for like these aha moments where God, and there are these moments where you, you sense the spirit of God speaking and it's so clear, but then there's these other moments where you're just walking in obedience and you're just walking out your daily life and you're being faithful in your duties and you're, you're so in alignment with the spirit of God so in union with him that you put on what he wants you to wear without even having to hear it from him. Right, and you show right. up and people go, I was looking for the person that's wearing that shirt. I'm supposed to talk to you. Today. Right. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, right? right. And so it becomes about relationship, mm-hmm. right? Natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Natural. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. We're going to come back. This is so good. Uh, <laughs> we're going to come back. Hey, if you want to um, ask uh, Sister Chantel for prayer, uh, you can reach her at prayer at loveneverfailsus.com. And we'll be right back for another session of Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. Uh, we are having just a great time here with yeah. Chantel, our <laughs> intercessory lead from Love Never Fails, and Benita, and just family. Just, just loving on each other. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, again, we want to invite you to be a part of what we're doing here at Love Never Fails. You're going to hear about some events a little bit later, but um, we Im- invite you to, if you want to uh, join our prayer circles, uh, we actually have on the first Sunday of every month, uh, we have one a group that gathers together on um, in Hayward. Um, in, is that six o'clock? Six o'clock. Yeah. yeah six o'clock. And, uh, we get together first Sunday of the month and we are taking back the city mm-hmm. of Hayward. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are declaring that not in our city, we are not going to just stand by mm-hmm. and watch human trafficking or anything that, you know, any of the underlying, um, root causes, yeah. poverty, homelessness, brokenness, abuse, addictions, all of those mm-hmm. things have to go. Yeah. They're just, you know, they've been, they got to go. Yeah. And, um, and we are, uh, so, so we're doing that in the city of Hayward and also I believe, is it San Ramon? Dublin. Dublin. Dublin which is, is so good. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. something? Mm-hmm. Oh my, see prophetic. Ooh. <laughs> I used to live in Dublin. So, um, and that's where our first, our corporate office is, was established. Um, and when love never fell started, didn't that's you right. live in Dublin? That's wow. right. Oh, uh, look at that. See? Berkeley's next. I want Ooh, you to know. Come uh-huh. on. Berkeley's coming. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. So come into agreement with us in those cities and then take hold of the city that you're in. Mm. It doesn't have to be some uh, huge, you know, one thing God has really put on my heart as of late, he said, stop making things be bigger Mm -hmm. than they need to be. Mm -hmm. When I call you to do something the other day, 
um, there's a 14 year old that we're looking for from mm-hmm. Pacifica. We're, we're looking for her and, um, please do lift her up in prayer. Um, I believe she's coming home. She yes. knows she's loved. She knows she's, she's wanted. We're looking for her. We're searching because yeah. we love her. Yeah. And, um, the, the, the Lord had me to call, uh, make a call on her behalf. Only I had no time. I had about five minutes for my next <laughs> meeting and my other meeting uh, ended early hmm. and the family had said, make a call about the situation. And I said, oh, I don't have time, but I promised that I would. So I called somebody and the conversation went like, boom, 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 hmm. five minutes. Mm-hmm. Everything got done in five minutes. And then I got on my next call and that's how God does it. Mm-hmm. When you're in that, like you said, that natural place mm-hmm. where you just want what God has. Yeah. That's when he can just pop pop you into the water, get what you need Mm -hmm. and keep on moving. Mm -hmm. And um, and so do that. Do that. People go and and, and pray over your city. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have Mm -hmm. to. Don't boil the ocean. Just go wherever God God said, go to the liquor store, get a cup, get get your neighbor, walk down to the liquor store, stand Mm -hmm. there. Don't make a big old ruckus. If God doesn't say to do that, just stand there, mm-hmm. hold hands with mm-hmm. your friend and pray. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. That's right. That simple. Mm-hmm. Right? That's yeah. the same simple. Obedience. Yeah. I, I remember uh, <clears throat> hearing about this man that had this amazing and, and he was a big name figure. Super prophetic. Everybody wanted to be like him. I can understand why. Uh, but I heard about his prayer life. He prays seven hours a day. Well, no wonder he's like that. Mm-hmm. So I immediately, I can't, God, I can never, I can never be like that. Right. I can never walk in that kind of an anointing. I don't have seven hours a day. I have 10 kids. You know, right. I have a, yeah. a homeschool. I mean, I can't. But God began to show me the value of moments mm. in his presence you know, a few minutes here, a few minutes there, a half an hour in the morning, whatever I have, just giving it to him, just just desiring him in that moment, right? Just showing up on a Sunday night to say, God, I don't know what this is going to look like, but I know you want my city. Mm-hmm. I know you want every son and daughter free and I'm willing to ask you. I'm willing to go, right? We don't, we don't, we're not there for three days. We're not, we go out there, we're, we're out there for 45 minutes or an hour. We just pray in unity and we're watching God change the atmosphere of a city. It's so simple mm-hmm. because we're aligned with his heart, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So some people have seven hours. Great. Give your seven hours. Some people only have minutes, right? Give your minutes, right? Right. right? Yes. It's about what you like, like the widow with the, the mic, with the t- right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Yes. She gave all she had. All yes. she had. It wasn't as much as somebody else had to give, right. but it actually was more because it was all she had. Right. It was all she right. had. Ooh, that's right. good. Right. Ooh, thank it's you, not Lord. I didn't see that with that five minutes, but that's mm-hmm. exactly what it is. Yeah. It's all I had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God, you got to work in these five minutes. <laughs> I can. <laughs> I yeah. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. so good. Woo. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh, well not anyway. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and. <laughs> oh, that, that reminds me, uh, somebody, uh, is, was talking about this word yet. Mm-hmm. And they said, if you add yet, on everything that you say mm. when you're saying something like, so where are you, you know, what are you up to? Well, um, I'm doing this and that, but I haven't finished school yet. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't, you know, the Lord has shown me that this and that is going to occur, but it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, Those conjunctions. Right. Yeah. And uh, so the, your language. Those but mm. God moments. Huh. Yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. Uh, one of the first lessons you got to learn yes. if you're going to walk in prophecy. Mm-hmm. 
guard your Language. tongue. Yeah. Let your let your tongue come into agreement with the word of life. Mm-hmm. As we speak, we literally pray something and then we cancel it with our words in the next moment. Mm. Oh, that's good. Because we break agreement with the very thing God just spoke he wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we do it all the time. So part of the process, I think, for me was um, asking God to purify my language, asking God to make me aware of those moments when I'm not agreeing. My words aren't agreeing with what he said he's going to do. Right. Because my complaining... Yeah. It's, yeah, I just broke agreement with what God says mm-hmm. he's going to do. Come I on. need to be quiet. Yes. Right. right. I need to ask God to put a guard over my mouth. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that is so hard. Yeah. Any, well, any of you struggle taming the tongue? Isn't yeah. there? Isn't there? Well, our husband, let me speak to this for a second. Yeah. My, my marriage with my children. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm praying for God to change my marriage. Mm. And mm. I'm complaining about my husband, mm. about all the things that I see. Not about all the things he is that God said he is. I should Mm -hmm. be speaking. God, I see this, but you said this. No, I'm too busy over here complaining about everything that he's doing wrong. Right. So the very person I'm praying for, the the very things I'm asking God to do, I'm over here chopping them down. Speaking curses over them. I am. My kids, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh-uh. No, right. You, you, there's a difference between, I think Graham Cook said this, there's a difference between speaking what's true, what what's factual with my eyes and, and tagging on there. Oh, I'm doing it in a spirit of love. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. Cause what you need to do is speak the truth, which is the word of God. This is who you are. So this is what I'm going to pray. And this is what I'm going to sow to you rather than tell you all that's wrong with you. I'm going to tell you who God said you are. And I'm going to watch that thing come to pass. Yes. Right. Our words have to line up. They have to edify. Mm-hmm. They yeah. have to. Yeah. Yeah. So important. Yeah. Yeah. And they, it's a process God wants to bring us into. Right. You know, and it's so funny. Uh, I feel a strong unction to 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 speak to the parents right now, mm-hmm. parents that um, whose children are becoming ensnared in the life, even not mm-hmm. not necessarily trafficked, but becoming ensnared, drinking, smoking, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, in, in their friends, their affiliation. And yeah. and I, I just had a talk with a mom whose whose daughter was actually trafficked yesterday. And and she and I were talking about um, celebrating Mm-hmm. things that are going on in their life, even when you can't, mm-hmm. even when these other things are occurring, mm-hmm. speaking life over mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. So when, you know, uh, I have a big difference, I have a child that's going in a, in a wrong direction right now. And, and I've got to, st- I have to, whatever is lovely and whatever is excellent mm-hmm. and whatever mm-hmm. is praiseworthy. Mm-hmm. I got to think on those things mm-hmm. as it relates to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and so I have to recognize that he's working. He has has a full-time job. Mm-hmm. He shows up every day in his uniform and he has, and he's, he's kind to the, uh, to the, uh, his siblings mm-hmm. and he takes out the garbage every day. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, these are the things that I have to celebrate and I have to go up to him, even though I might be thinking, boy, you got free room and board and you, mm-hmm. you doing this and that mm-hmm. and, and you wasted your check and you, you might say those things mm-hmm. and you have that dialogue. But you know what? That's not what it's about. Mm-hmm. No. It's about speaking the life mm-hmm. over him, mm-hmm. speaking life and not letting the enemy uh, 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 use me mm-hmm. as a weapon mm-hmm. against my child. Yeah, I think that we uh, have such a desire to grow in our spiritual gifts and use them out there. Mm-hmm. And God is mm-hmm. saying, I want to start in your home. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start training you in the prophetic in your home. I want you to speak my heart in your home. Right. And so uh, as we've taken in other kids that are not Mm -hmm. our own, one of the things God is one of the ways God has taught us to do that 
is to look at this child and say, okay, God, what's my assignment? Yes. Right? Because when it's our own kids, we're just like, we're going to take everything all at the same time. But we're not the Holy Spirit, right? We're not the ones who sanctify. The Holy Spirit Mm. does. So God, what's my assignment? What do you want me to focus on this season in this life? Because that's the thing I'm going to target. That's where my energy is going to go. That's where I'm going to sow and build and speak life and everything else I'm going to leave to you. Yes. Right? Amen. It's so simple. Mm -hmm. Right. Great practice ground in family. Right. And I think we, we tend to throw up our hands and go, oh, I don't know what to do with my family. And we walk away and we try to focus on ministry and God is always redirecting us. Come on back here. Come on back. Uh Okay. We're going to be right back. Speaking of coming on back, we'll come on back in a minute. Um, This is always, this is getting so good. Um, And so uh, we'll be right back. And thank you for listening to Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. And welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. Thank you so much, Chantel, for being here. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Um, I'm so grateful that you're not leaving me. (laughs) I get access to you all the time. It's so awesome. So I just want to thank you so much and our prayer team, Florence and Sandra and Misty. Um, You guys are just, Lord, just pour out your your blessing Mm -hmm. on these women, God, as they hold us down, God. Mm -hmm. I I just love them. Um, We have so many things going on. So Benita, right at you. Going for it. Tomorrow, please join us. At Bay Church, join Vanessa as she um, speaks there in San Francisco from 10 to t- 10 to 12 tomorrow at Bay Church and um, Monday at the Federal Building, San Francisco 7th and Mission. SF Cat will be having their annual conference from 830 to 4. Today is the last day to register. Register at sfcat.org. It is not too late. Also, join us next Saturday. Uh, Feet First Foundation and Love Never Fails are partnering together um, in Martinez from 1 to 4. There will be a fundraiser there. will be a, um, a wrestler, uh, a boxer, and you'll learn more about um, trafficking and how to protect yourself. Feet First Foundation and Love Never Fails, uh, a fundraiser partnership there, 1 to 4 in Martinez. And the next day will be the first Sunday. So join our prayer team and prayer partners. Prayer, pray in your cities, mm-hmm. wherever they are. Let Chantel know. Uh, shoot her an email that you're doing that um, at prayer at loveneverfailsus.com and let her know. Also, on the 12th, um, join me at Peninsula Covenant Church in Redwood City for a panel discussion there on human trafficking. Um, myself, uh, Brian Woe, uh, Jill Rains from Out of Egypt, we'll all be doing a panel there at 1230 at Peninsula Covenant. And also our outreach for this month, for next month, will be Oakland and Central Valley. That's on the 18th. So email streets at loveneverfailsus.com. Now, you know that we have a store, Double Portion. We would love to have you stop by. We need a van for our store. If you have a van that you would love to donate or a great working van, we would love to have it. 
also volunteers for our store. If you would love to help us there and give back and volunteer at our store, we'd love to see you. Anything else, Vanessa? Yeah, I was just going to say our store is at 22580 Grand Street. Cross Street is A Street in the city of Hayward, right by the Hayward BART. And um, we uh, employ uh, survivors that are in our homes. We also employ foster youth and teenage um, mothers and fathers uh, that are um, part of our partnership with La Familia. Uh, We actually are going to be doing some work with abode services and their transitional age youth over on A Street as well. So, um, and then we've got some amazing things. We're actually getting ready to launch an IT academy out of that same facility. So there's a lot of community, a lot of exciting things. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing a block party there mm-hmm. next year, yeah. oh, that's cool. um, doing some musical I- things. So come and be a volunteer. I guarantee you uh, the mm-hmm. gifts that we've been talking about are going to be put to good use in that mm-hmm. space. So mm-hmm. um, uh, we invite you over. Uh, also, we want to invite you to be one of the million ways that uh, you we solve human trafficking by giving. It is a blessing uh, to give. And we find that when you are um, when you're part of those that are giving, your heart is a little bit more attached to what mm-hmm. we're doing. So come on and be one of the million ways. Give us uh, an opportunity to partner with you in whatever space, uh, you know, you you want to partner around all of our things that we do. And love never fails. And it, being one of the million ways means giving a dollar a month or maybe it's five dollars, maybe it's ten dollars, whatever you can afford. Uh, we would love to partner with you in that way and also with your time and with your prayers. We love you. We appreciate you. We uh, we just can't thank you enough for supporting us. Um, of course, we want to end our show. And as we always do, we want to end our show by uh, making sure of, uh, that you know a few things, of course, about who we are, what we're about, uh, inviting you to give us a call at 844-249-2698 for prayer um, and, and or any other questions that you may have. But also, most importantly, we want to make sure that you know that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Abolition Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and survival and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at abolitionradio.org, by liking and sharing our page on Facebook, Facebook slash Abolition Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. Abolition Radio is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported, nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in sex trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to abolitionradio.org and click on Love Never Fails. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries and with major support from the staff and membership and donors at Faith Fellowship Church. On behalf of Vanessa, Benita, and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thanks for listening, and thanks even more for taking action to help set captives free.
General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.